hello, hello. Alrighty. Okay, so hey you are. <sighs> Thank you for coming back for another What's Happening Wednesday with Kirsten and I. So this week on I Have Podcast with Kirsten and I, I wanted to talk about some discussions, right? Some clips that had popped up um, in our timelines this week. Because they were really, well, one was with a male and a, um, a man and a woman, and then the other ones was all men. So I wanted to bring, bring them into this conversation. Right? So I want to start it off with the one. Um, it looks like Ocho Cinco also has a podcast called I Am Athlete, which I really cannot stand that name because why couldn't you put the A? But whatever. <laughs> Um, like I am legend. <laughs> okay, like what are we doing here? You, I can't take it. It's Ocho <laughs> What do we expect? Okay, he, but he always want to be different. No, that ain't that true. He always want to be different. Yeah. Um, but it was really interesting for me too for him. Um, well, I guess not necessarily, but it was interesting for him to take this take because uh, ever since. I've known who Uncle Zinka was. I'm not a football fan. So ever since I've known who he was, meaning like he took his image outside of the field, um, he's a cheapskate. Like that's that's literally a part of his image is being a cheapskate. So it's kind of weird, but whatever. So they were talking about... Um, maybe frugal. Maybe not cheapskate. Maybe we call him frugal. You know, like a Warren Buffett. I don't know. He's a fucking cheapskate. Like... <laughs> if you don't want to go to McDonald's, he doesn't want to date you. Like I don't even fucking eat McDonald's. I'm not. I don't. Oh, I don't care God. about going to Chick Fil A. We can go to Chick Fil A, but I don't even fucking eat McDonald's. <laughs> You're cheap, gay because you don't want to date girls who don't like or eat McDonald's. Like, nah. It's not even good for your uh, system, bro. McDonald's okay. is good. And you're a health nut. Body looks amazing. at damn near fifty. I think he damn near fifty or some shit like that. Like, so um, him, Brandon Marshall. I don't know that. I, and then was I think that light skinned guy was the guy in the news a couple maybe like a year or two back with a um with wife issues. I couldn't find his name. I could not think of that man's name for anything but him Ultra Cinco, Brandon Marshall and two other athletes. Um I think all are retired. Uh, were on there discussing the type of the type of woman that a man needs to be successful or the type of woman that a successful man needs, right? So when you listen to the clip, Kirsten, what did you think? I was like, yes. I tell, I was clapping, girl. I was like, yes, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially if it's someone who is, who already has their own bag. Some men, even if they're not professional athletes, Mm-hmm. Some men look for women that they can, you know, kind of save or mm. they want to have dominance over or they just feel that's a man's role. It's not necessarily about okay. ego or a power trip, you know. That's just how they feel. But, of course, if you get NFL money, even if you get someone who is highly successful in their career, they're not going to have you know what I'm saying, as much bread as you. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Mm. So... I definitely feel like you want that balance. Like, if I can buy you, you know, a Bentley truck for your birthday, maybe you can't necessarily buy me a Bentley truck, 
but maybe you can take me on some lavish vacation or something without it being my actual money. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so I agree with what they were saying. And I definitely think when you are an athlete or when you're in any competitive industry, whether that's sales, real estate, whatever, you should be with someone who is like-minded in the sense that they're also competitive and hungry. Because one of the guys was like, oh, well, you know, my, my wife would say, give me 200000 I'm bringing 290 back. When you have that dynamic in your relationship, that makes you better as a person because that's, you know, you're in go mode. You know, you're in go mode. How can I get better? How can I improve? How can I do this? Versus you just coming home because they made a statement like, oh, we're getting rid of that just cooking and cleaning era. Yeah, because y'all got enough money to hire maids and chefs. You know what I'm saying? So okay, and see, I and that's, <laughs> that is the part that grabs me the most. Like, for real. Yeah. That's the part that grabbed me the most because one, what I don't like about the conversation is that I don't like that notion that women who keep home, there's that women who prefer to just keep home, there's something wrong with them. Right? Because I look at personal as well, but when it comes to people who have a platform and who are um, in the industry so, and they give us access, right, to their lifestyle, um, I think about Gerard Mayo and Chantel Mayo. Gerard Mayo used to play for the Patriots. I think he's a coach for them now. Um, so he's a retired NFL player. And his wife is a stay-at-home mom. They have four kids. Um, and the thing that... The notion, the, the reason I don't like the notion that there's something wrong with them, those women because while Chantel is a stay-at-home mom, she's able to focus on the things that she loves that feels her as a woman so therefore that feels her cup as a woman so therefore she can pour greatness into her children as a mother and into her husband as a wife right I appreciate that like I adore that and it doesn't mean that she's not an ambitious woman right the things that she loves she is ambitious she's been able to bring income into the household by being able to focus on the things that she loves because she's turned them into a business there was nothing wrong with the fact that she was a stay-at-home mom of four children. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not saying that she's eating off this man. You marry a woman because you love her. That's It's her you love. If y'all was to get put out in the island and nothing that you have acquired in life is accessible, you still have to love that person. Like, you don't love their lifestyle. You don't love what they do for you. Well, maybe emotionally, maybe physically, yeah. But those are aspects of the love you have for that person, right? So that's why I don't like that because it's like, I feel like successful men, well, some, I think it's a spectrum. Do you think about that too? I think it's a spectrum. Do you think that it's only poor and extremely successful men who feel that, that um, the monetary uh, aspects of their relationship are in high regard? Or do you feel all men related? Um, I feel like all men because a lot of times what happens, like I know men who have um, stay-at-home wives and sometimes what happens, not in all instances, but sometimes what happens is, well, since you don't have your own bag, you looking at my bag like your bag, like it's our bag, because it is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, So if I get a call about a $3 ATM charge, 
Well, go get a job then. If you got a problem with me having a dollar ATM charge, you know what I'm saying? Like that's extremely petty. Um, I've I've seen women go crazy in home goods, but then let their husband get tickets for you know a Braves game or whatever it is. Mm. And well, how much did those tickets cost? And how and what section did you sit in? And how much did you spend? You know, like now it's a whole. There's a whole back and forth because you're you're tearing out of the same Great pot. Today. I don't know and what if the I'm the person who, you know, is providing it, I'm gonna spend my money how I want to spend my money. And if you got a problem with it, go get a job. Go get a job that pays more than fifteen hundred a month because on average, depending on how many kids you have and what stages they're at, fifteen hundred is about what you're gonna pay per kid per month for daycare if they're in there for a full day. So get something to offset that. But I also think that now the times that we live in, um, you know, you like at first it was either a working woman or a stay at home wife. There was no in between. But Mm -hmm. to your point, the couple that you just brought up, there's hustling from home moms as well. So you don't have to necessarily not get a bag just because you're at home. You can do both. Exactly. I just I don't personally feel like. I I can appreciate appreciate the notion of a stay at home mom, right? But for the most part, in entertainment or um, people with platforms, the messages that they've been putting out there about stay at home moms, um, it's trying to make I think recognize that that's that's work too. Like if if I'm not it ambitious, you know if. If I don't have the mental capacity to roll out a business while caring for these children and doing all of this, one, I take issue with the man because you chose to marry her. And then two, why wasn't these why weren't these roles discussed? Why wasn't it clear what she would do and what would be expected of her or what would be expected of you when um children were had or once the household duties got to be more than they were introduced? Um, when you guys first got married, I take issue with the man finding issue with her wanting to do that because why didn't you guys discuss that? Like, why wasn't that clear for both of you? A marriage is a union, a partnership. One has to give equal of the other when it comes to perspective in order for it to work. So I don't like that. Like, well, it's just difficult because things change. You know, unexpected things happen because even like when COVID popped off there were all of these articles about how women were really losing and um the sense of their jobs and things like that because majority of the time the man made more money in the household so even if it's only by a little bit okay well if someone's gonna stay home it's gonna be you because I make more money so I'm not gonna stay home Mm -hmm. right you're gonna be the one to stay home so women automatically a lot of women got put in that uh back in that domestic you know dynamic oh um, and i did want to say too wait because my phone somebody, oh no people blow my phone up today child nobody calls me <laughs> nobody calls me <laughs> the day they want to be blowing me down but i think i don't think it's all men i think it's men that are extremely successful and men who are extremely poor that put um, monetary value and high regard, uh, monetary aspects of their relationship in high regard. That's why. Because most men who do all right for themselves just do all right, you know, 
they ain't doing the most. They ain't buying you no birthday. They, they ain't doing it. But they ain't got no problem paying for a $150 meal. They're okay. They do all right in life, right? What relevance is it to what you have? Most men that I know that are doing all right for themselves, they ain't buying you no Birkin, but they ain't hurting for nothing that they trying to do with you either, right? They don't care about what you do or don't have to offer to their lifestyle, right? So I think it's easier for men who do just all right for themselves to focus on the actual relationship. What you actually gonna feed into each other. When shit goes bad, when you run into a pandemic that literally millions of people and globally nobody can do anything about it, what do we have here? What is this right here? Not this lifestyle, because money only relates to lifestyle. It does not relate to a relationship. It relates to lifestyle your relationship can afford you. Does not relate to your relationship, right? So men who do all right, I don't know. I don't know. I do. I feel like it's it's only (laughs) lifestyle related. Because if you were put on an island, your money is nothing. Who you are to that person, what they can do for you physically, and, and, and whether they can keep you safe, and whether they can continue to love you when everything that you have is stripped. Money doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. I don't know, because to me, money, even for myself, like money to me is not a reflection of paper. Like to me, the amount of money and success that I've been able to make being in sales in Georgia versus Michigan is not about, oh, well, I made this much more money, you know, year over year or being in Georgia versus Michigan. It's I really applied myself and was able to afford to be able to put my daughter in this position or do this or do that. Money is really tied to freedom for me and how much work I put in and what I've been able to get out. So I don't, I don't look at money as just what can you spend? What can you pay? What can you give me? I look at it as where is your mind at? And see, that's still, about, that's still related to lifestyle, though. It's still related to lifestyle because tell it's me to what me more of a character thing. Tell me how you, you take the scenario with your perspective and tell me how it's relevant. I'm not going to marry somebody just for money, but if you're a passionate person and you love what you're doing, you want to be successful. If we're stranded on the island, you're going to have to get up and go to make stuff happen for us. Now, if you're, uh, what do they call them? The kids who just inherit money and you, and you didn't have to work for it. If we're stranded on the island, you're not going to do anything because you haven't worked for that money. But if you're a person who has got it out the mud and has done X, Y, and Z, that's your that's your character as a man. That's how you view yourself as a man. So let's say you are an NFL player, right? And you have an injury and now you can't play anymore. What's your next move? If you become a Delonte West, he was in the NBA, but if you become a Delonte West or if you fall completely off, okay, well, you were never a hustler. You were never a go-getter. You just were and athlete. Well, he's a bad example because Delonte West, Delonte West has mental health, mental health issues. So he's a bad example because there's something different going on with him as it relates to why he lost everything he had. Well, people who fall off, yeah. right? We all know people who have fallen off. We could say MC Hammer, okay? Mm-hmm. Whoever we want to bring yeah. up and say, yeah. Yeah. you can yeah. have yeah. a certain level yeah. of success um, and if you're only good at that one thing, then you're not really a hustler. You're not really a driven, passionate person who craves success because people who crave success will find success anywhere. Mm-hmm. No matter what. By whose measurement of success, in. I had this conversation recently too. 
success is such a tricky and ambiguous word at this point. Um, it's measured in so many different ways. And one person's standards of success is completely different from another. So when it comes to that part of it, um, I think it's still too far in what, in in the way that, that I kind of think about it. Like how much money you can make us or we can make is just not relevant to what's going to be good for us. So, like you were saying, though, when y'all on that island, who you are. the money's still not relevant. Who you are as a person is relevant. The money's still not relevant. You just said it. You just said, if you have acquired a certain amount of successes on land, when we get on this island, that same ambition is going to make you walk around this motherfucker to figure out a way off. It's going to make you get up the next day and figure out how I'm going to eat the same thing I didn't eat the day before. That's who you are. It's nothing to do with the money you have or made on land. And that's my point. Yeah, is that what I'm money saying is, this gonna is come not in. relevant in relationship. It's only relevant in lifestyle. So that's another part of men, successful men, feeling like, well, if 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 you marry me for money, which if you marry her for money, because at the end of the day, if, if a man finds a wife, he's blessed for riches and for life. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what the Bible tells us. If, if, if he who finds a wife, you choose to marry her knowing that she mentioned the most or cared the most about your money, how are you faulting her for feeling like in times where she don't want to move, she's falling back on your money when that's what you allowed her to marry you for? How is she the problem? Men never want to be accountable at all. <laughs> they never want to be accountable because that was your choice. But now you want the woman to be a quote-unquote gold digger. You want the woman to quote-unquote um, fall back on she's a bum or she's lazy. You want her to fall back on those stereotypes because you chose to allow yourself to be married to a woman that saw fit for your lifestyle only. Your choice. <laughs> and now a woman has to be responsible for your choice. No. No, I'm not going. Yeah, I mean. So I, I was, I I was like, like, no. I was scrunched in my face. I had a screw face on. I was scrunched up watching and listening to their ass like, mm, mm, mm. I can't stand this. <laughs> I really I fucking mean... can't. Brendan Marshall made the most sense to me because he was one of the only ones that that recognized with his wife that it was that their relationship and how he felt about what she does for him as a man had nothing to do with monetary monetary aspect it had nothing to do with it. So I appreciated what he was saying the most, um, because it's, he's, he he shows that he gets the bigger picture. He shows and recognizes that this relationship and my marriage means more than who than what I've made in life. And my wife means more to me than the, how much money she brings into our lifestyle. I like that. I can appreciate that. That, speak, that speaks different of your character and who you are at the core. Yeah, I don't know which one of them is Oh, which. yeah, the one with the dress. Um, the one with the thick dress, though. Um... He had the red. The one where he said he'll give his wife, his wife will say, give me 200, I'll bring 200. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was too faced at him for real, for real, because I could have, his face looked so familiar and I could swear he was just having controversy for cheating. I swear he was. 
So I really was looking at his ass. Yeah. Like, whatever she asked you for, you you need to bring that shit back if she gonna stay with your motherfucking ass and cheating. Yeah, I don't know none of them because, you know, I'm a basketball family. But um, when he was saying that, like, really, the things that they were saying, I was hyperbolic because I felt like they were describing me, like how I am <laughs> in the relationship. So I feel like that's why I got hyped. It's like, yeah, like I'm trying to date a certain class of guy, and I feel like I can require that. If I got 1500 in disposable income every month and this is at the third, like, you know, I, like you want to date someone who's you know who's at the same level um you know as you but when buddy it must be the other dude just talk about the dress he one of the biggest things that i took away from that even though it was very minor for him to say was um so ojo cinco said something about structure i do think that all women um give men that structure and vice versa really but one of the biggest things that buddy said um with the shorter dreads was that you have to be able to um, give each other constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And say, okay, well, you may, because at the end of the day, to me, a, a, a relationship is a partnership, it's a team. So if we're on the same team, I should be able to come and tell you, hey, you know what I'm saying? If you're in this certain stance or if you're doing this or if you're doing that, maybe you should try it this way because this way hasn't been successful. Or, you know, even if it's, it bothers me when you do this as opposed to just having an attitude mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know behind it and not being able to openly communicate certain things or you have this business well I see you've been running it this way maybe if you mm-hmm, do it this way mm-hmm. you know and even in the NFL or professional sports or whatever okay well you say you've been having issues with this well look at what you've been eating mm-hmm. for breakfast before you or go to time credit management. camp or yeah different things like that so to me that's the biggest thing is that you do have to you know give your spouse and your friends any relationship right mm-hmm. constructive criticism if you want to see them improve and you want them to give you that same feedback because you want to improve as well but that goes back to the communication piece which was like the purposeful dating uh joint that you had sent me it does it ties right into that because as they were saying that's what i was just about to segue and say that ties into the other discussion i wanted to have um which was a viral clip i I saw it on the spiritual word um blog um two pastors were having a conversation one was a female one was a woman one was a man um and they were talking about purposeful dating in this clip that went viral he was actually speaking um and he shared basically hit the the content of his message was that um a lot of us are out here looking for our own partner one of one of my biggest things the message i think that speaks a lot to it one of his sentences that he said and he said a lot of us are out here looking for people who are strong the same way we're strong and now you have two headstrong people who can't see eye to eye that that ultimately was um mm, well that was my takeaway from it his message too was that um you want to be intentionally dating right you want to be purposefully dating so in something like that unpacking his statement like that is saying like um if you're strong if you're strong with time management and i'm strong with uh uh financial disbursement um or financial responsibilities then 
I need to be able to allow you to be strong in that. I need to be able to allow you to lead our lives in that. I need to be able to receive that when you say we got 15 minutes to be out the door, we got 15 minutes to be out the door. That's allowing me to be strong in that area because I'm good with it. The financial responsibilities part, if I know that, then, then, and I, I know my check is going to be, I know, I know this, this, this endorsement or this deal coming in is coming in at $1,200. Let me go ahead and give you nine so that I can make for sure you doing all that you do great and being financially responsible for our household, right? But what do you do when you have a partner that's like, we can leave in 20 minutes. It'll be all right. Like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Like, how do you? And I'm honestly wondering this because I'm I'm a platform. <laughs> um, that it's one of the issues I'm having in my relationship. Right, I'm trying to understand better. Um, and I think he is as well. How we both fit into each other's uh, lives as a partnership when we're both two headstrong people. Right? I'm headstrong in a sense that that's all I've had, that's all I've had to be. Right? I've, I've never lived with a man. I've never allowed a man to be financially responsible. Or anything of that nature. So, for the most part, I guess I don't know if that I don't know if that's necessarily I don't know if that's necessarily the same. I don't so not. Um I haven't had to consider so much of the other people perspective men, my partners opinions or perspectives on 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 me, the way I move, the way I think. A relationship that we both discussed and see long like that spoke to me that him saying pastor saying that really spoke to me because it's like I am willing to but I can't if I don't see it as well I'm too headstrong to right like I can't do what I see I'm willing to do and I know how to like remove that so it's my thing is wanting to better understand okay well then how do you maneuver with a partner who knows you're more strong in this area and still refuses that's the best analogy that I can give where it's like I know that like I've mapped it out I'm good with time management I'm good with the time on the road I'm good with traffic like this is what what we need (laughs) 20 minutes is gonna put us off like how do you maneuver through a partner who don't want to accept? Yeah, I mean, you can't. <laughs> I mean, you can't. I feel like, um, you know, and his, my takeaway from what he was saying, I mean, and it's always just being transparent. It's always uh, interesting to me uh, when people want to use what is and what isn't in the Bible because he's mm. like, well, in the Bible, you know, it doesn't say anything about, you know, marriage is supposed to make you happy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Jesus also said in the Bible, don't get married mm. because it it deters you from focusing on your purpose. 
So the hypocrisy can be seen, not saying that the, the gentleman I was speaking was hypocritical, mm-hmm. but he's talking about purposefully dating. And, uh, you know, Jesus basically was like, the only way the two should get married is that you can't control yourself from humping on more than one person. Mm. These are facts. People don't want to bring this stuff up. <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people on social them. media do, though. Uh, it has been social media, social media ravages the Bible, okay? They done put out, I done seen on Twitter so many different breakdowns of the hypocrisy that's in um in the in the good book. <laughs> and I'm not on Twitter, so I know sometimes we see different feeds. Yeah, but, it, um, it, it, it um, always makes its way. It always makes its way to Instagram. But um, yeah, they we we definitely <laughs> woke is the the uh for lack of a better term or whatever, we definitely more woke. And recognizing um, the discrepancies in the book, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I guess I old. thought though he was saying like basically did. be whole and complete and don't look for that other person to be your happiness. Like don't get married or count on that this. That your partner is going to be the source of your to happiness. Make you happy. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, because it's not always going to be that. That's in any relationship. That's a relationship with your parents. That's a relationship with your siblings. That's a relationship with your coworkers. And I think that's all. Um, that goes with know. the with the thing, the same um, sentiments as the word success, right? Because I I recognize that happiness is a choice. So. It's so crazy that you say that because my coworker brought that up the other day. He was just like, I could tell he was just like down. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and he was like, how do you just be happy? Like, like, how, like, what is the secret to being happy? And I said, being happy. That was my response. I said, being happy, like through it mm-hmm. all. Like, I don't know what happened to him. I did not pry. I did not ask. But I knew it wasn't anything major, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe he got into it with his girl before he came to work. I told him like people's parents died, people's mm-hmm. kids died, people have to have different limbs amputated. Like you have to make that choice to be happy. And to your point as an individual, I think a lot of people look to relationships or jobs or money mm-hmm. as different as different tools to be happy. And then when you lose one or some of those things, it affects your happiness, mm-hmm. or what you yeah, thought it happiness affects your was. happiness. Yep. And then it affects how you. Uh, it, it affects your happiness, and it affects how you treat people, mm-hmm. and how you walk through your daily life. And now you're not happy. And even though you may be trying to be in a relationship with somebody, whatever it is that you're feeling or thinking is being projected onto other people whether you are recognizing it or okay. not. You know, so I just feel like um, you know, people don't really people don't really think about that. And like you said, it's about what what you uh deem to be successful and 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 how you want to measure your own success, how you want to measure your own happiness. Um something that he said on there that I didn't really agree with was the whole testing of the patience thing, like I don't, you know what I'm saying? like I've definitely had my patience tested time and time again. 
I like um, that too. In relationship. It kind of opened my eyes up different when he, he was basically saying like, um, you want you don't want a partner who is so much like you. That's not. Um, he doesn't believe that that's really how relationships were intended or how God re- intended for relationships to be. Um, just because people who are more like you or more like the things that you can accept or have, or have experienced won't test your patience. They won't be able to, uh, what else you say? Like they don't test your patience. They don't, you aren't able to gauge growth. I think that's what he was trying to say. Like you aren't able to gauge growth if you get someone that's so used to, um, that yours with behaviors or characteristics that you're so used to or that you're easier to accept um and that was one of the things that made me think about my relationship too because I'm like that's ultimately what we're running into as it relates to um being too headstrong people that don't want to um budge on certain areas um is that we're so different as people we think so differently we are so different as people and so for me I thought and I've been feeling like maybe that's a part of the issue right and so in that clip he was saying like no it's not necessarily a part of the issue it's a part of the uh, I don't know the test of time or the test of uh, capacity um, excuse me, as it relates to, can you handle this? Are you willing to handle this? And I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro, because my thing is, I don't want it to see, I've grown a lot as a person, right? I experienced a lot in my 20s that really had to change my perspective, my patience, my understanding of life, people, relationships, where I'm going, who I am as a person. Let me, let me put that first. Who I am as a person. Like, I did a lot of work in my 20s with that shit throughout my experiences. So, and even as it relates to um, how I view relationships now and the more what I'm more willing to accept as it relates to not the lifestyle but the relationship itself I want my foundation to be built on the relationship itself the pandemic really helped me with that I was directly affected by the pandemic in a in a major fucking way so with that having to walk away from and accept all those things be stripped that I could do nothing about um also brought me back to me who I am because I was we it's easy as adults to get so caught up in all the things that we do working taking care of bills being financially responsible in a, in a sense that I still got bills but I still gotta live as well um we get so caught up into who we are with that that it's 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 so easy to not care about being kind to the person that's on the street it's so easy to not pay attention to the fact that you didn't hold that door for that old lady what were you doing it's easy but when you're stripped of shit, like you have no choice but to fuck well, you do. Some people, not not all people choose in <laughs> hard times to say, damn, let me focus on me. Damn, let me feed my soul. Damn, let me grow up a little bit. Not all people do. But um, 
if you're blessed enough to be enlightened enough to move that way to focus back into you it helps and so what I'm saying is that I don't want what I'm accepting of my partner to overpower the work I've done on myself I don't want it to regress who I've become through all that work that I put in and sometimes I feel like that and I think that's a sucky place to be because I haven't in a long time wanted to commit myself to a relationship I even in this new relationship and recognizing I'm kind of a runner like commitment is not something I run toward I run away from it so it's that's always been one of the easiest things for me is to walk away my ex and I known each other. We've been in each other's lives for seven years, but there were a year apart. There was 10 months apart. Like I will walk away. I will do that. And now I'm at a point where it's like, if I want longevity, if I want my family, as I do, I want all of these things. I have to think and try and take things from a different perspective other than, well, time to go. <laughs> I gotta be willing to ask the further questions how can I say what can I do to make this work I recognize and I'm not gonna ever forget that this is a partnership so I can't put more into it than he's willing to but at the point right now where we're both willing to let's try and figure it out and so I want to accept and be able to receive that there could be something to do but I'm more like you like yeah it's it's nothing (laughs) you know it's nothing you can't you can't drive a car through a brick wall. It's going to crash. I mean, the brick wall may fall eventually, but the car is mangled. That's not, I don't want to be that car. And I'm probably wanna, the wrong person to ask because that's how I think uh, mm-hmm. too. And my mom has made statements about it like, oh, well, you can't just anytime somebody get on your nerves. Yes, I can. Because mm-hmm. if it's happening mm-hmm. this early in the game, mm-hmm. um, it, it shouldn't be this difficult to mess with someone and to love someone. And I had a conversation with one of my friends recently. And she was just saying how oftentimes black women are the only demographic who settle for love, especially the older mm-hmm. that they get. But yet and still we are, you know, statistically uh, less likely to, likely to get married, more likely to raise kids by ourselves. But white women, okay. Indian women, African women, they're not like, well, let me work this out with you. Let's figure this out. No, it's a logistical move. It's a tactical move as far as what can you provide? What can you do? This is what these other cultures are doing. It's really only Black American women who will settle for love and oftentimes it's that struggle love that struggle bus love so I just feel like the whole narrative of that has to be um, you know changed but you know to to your point you do have to you do have to date and you do have to because when he was talking about purposeful dating all I could think about was okay well you have to know your purpose Mm mm-hmm and mm-hmm. what you want to do and be established and it goes back to what he said as far as you know happiness right mm-hmm. like you can't look to a relationship or somebody else to fulfill you and make you happy so if you're mm-hmm. not whole within yourself if you're not in a happy place if you're not in a happy space then you're going to be more sensitive about comments right mm-hmm. you're gonna you know be more crucial and critical of yourself because you're not really happy you can post whatever you want on social media act like you the man and you this and you that mm-hmm. but if you know that you're not at the job you want to be at if you know that you're not taking care of home the way that you want to if you know that you know 
maybe one of your kids called you a deadbeat last week or whatever it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. you know you can you can you can project whatever image you want to the world but if you as a man still know that you're not where you want to be no matter what woman you get with or what situation it is you're not gonna be happy or that's gonna rear itself that is so funny that's that's and you can't make nobody else happy if you're not happy in the same way that you cannot Mm -hmm. pour into your kids even your kids you can't pour into your kids if you're not whole, you can't point to your job, you know, so you have to make sure you know you're whole as a person. I don't think I agree with Dude either. I don't think I agree with him either because it okay points, but that happiness is a choice. Like why can't you be happy in a relationship? <laughs> like why can't you just be happy in life? Even if even if you're not at the job that you want. Right. Even if you don't haven't reached the financial goal, like why can't you choose to just be happy? Because if you was to die tomorrow, you mad and bitter about something you was never gonna be able to do. That's your raise your blood pressure. That's your raise your blood pressure. People what? like, like what? literally stroking out. And I recently had a conversation that. with someone that was basically like they don't see any standards of happiness that aren't American standards of happiness, right? And mm-hmm. American standard of happiness is being financially responsible, being on your own, having a home, and being able to take your kids to the, to the movies and blah, blah, blah. All relating to capital. Whereas you have a continent like Africa whom don't believe the hype is not as poor as they showed us on the TV with the damn dog and the damn... Uh, um, and the goddamn malnutrition children with flies running around their head. Do not be fooled, because that's not the real Africa. However, it's still an extremely poor continent, right? For the most part. Yeah. However, when we get access to them now in real time, they are some of the most happy people I've ever laid my eyes on on Earth. Happy, genuinely, literally happy. Skin glowing, eyes big, beautiful, smiles present, genuine. That's happy that you can't fake. That's happy that translates. When you all bitter and you need that makeup and you got brown lines on your face or you be ashy and you put lotion on, that's fake. That ain't genuine. <laughs> Not ashy and putting lotion on. That's life. And <laughs> <laughs> this winter season, what you throwing? Okay, about? maybe what? not lotion, but moisture. Uh, you know the people who put moisture on and they still be ashy because they're bitter. It's something corroding them from the inside. That happiness okay, exudes. Okay. I was like, hold on now. Happiness <laughs> comes from the roots and it's going to show in the way you treat people, in the way you respond to people, in the way people view you, it exudes. And so I just think it's a sad, sad thing in life when your only standards or measurement of happiness is a is, is American standards or measurements. That's that's a fucked up thing because it's like when you travel to other parts of the world, are you looking down on their happiness? Are you looking side eye at the genuinity and their appreciation of life? What God has given us here on earth? Like, I don't. Well, like the that. thing is, it goes back to what you said as far as your um, 
what is success to you mm-hmm. that's the thing it's different to to everybody so like say for example um the Erica Badu's of the world mm-hmm. differently than you know or or what they measure to be as successful not even in a career but just as a mother in a home or whatever is going to be different than what the city girl what what a city girl uh mind frame mm-hmm. is as, mm-hmm. as valuable or even like for um me personally like you said the a lot of things go back to capital right so for me um for for me money and and freedom they're they're just one in the same mm. they're just one in the same so if i have a property and i can leverage that property to pull money out of it and place it on a down payment for a multi-unit you know uh for a multi-unit uh, property that's success to me mm-hmm. somebody else mm-hmm. might not care somebody else might not want the responsibility somebody might not even know how to logistically work through that whole process mm-hmm. but to me it's not about it being an american thing it's about power it's about freedom it's about what i've position myself to be able to to do so obviously there's monetary gain from it but it's really more about the leverage and the power and the freedom that comes with putting yourself in certain positions it's not like you know a president came down and was like hey there young lady so I think it's a good idea for you to do because people do this all over the world it, people ain't just you know investing in real estate only in America mm-hmm. you know like it's something that is worldwide so I think that we are the only place that has sold this whole American dream mm-hmm. there's no other country that you hear like you don't hear the European dream like <laughs> right. you only hear the African dream you hear the American dream and you hear uh, you know, come here for opportunities and this is time the third, unless we elect a president that wanna put a wall up and now y'all can't come over here. I don't know what's going on. But um, you know, I just feel like it really is about what's um what what's what's about important to you and it goes back to what you said as far as how people level um I mean how people measure success and what they find to be you know, important because everyone does not view the same things, but that's why you have to be in a relationship with someone and establish what those things are. So I was talking to my homegirl and she was saying that, uh, what if you, cause we were talking about the whole Birkin bag thing. And she's like, well, what if you have value of monetary things, but then you're with someone who does not have value in any of those monetary things. Well, that's probably not who you're going to want to be with because I'm going to be arguing about how you spend money all the time. That's true. That's true. And that's you know? what, that was my thing when looking at the conversation with Ocho um, from uh, Ocho and the other guys from the I'm Athlete conversation, really, too. That was another one of my takeaways from it was like, I feel like um, when I was saying like men need to be responsible for who they chose to marry, like marry a woman that mirrors your own qualities or values, right? Because, but don't value different things than me. If I value luxury things and you don't, like you said, that's going to pose an issue in our relationship. If I value family dinners and holiday times with, to be spent with family and he doesn't, 
that's going to be an issue or it could be these things could be an issue it's all about choice because i can choose to compromise and say you know two he can choose to compromise two luxury items a month and you won't hear nothing from me now that's a compromise i need to be willing to make because i love and enjoy these things but i don't love and enjoy them more than my relationship you know, it's like, okay, well, you get one holiday out the year and we're going to do it with your family. I don't want to spend time with my family. That's something I have to be willing to compromise on and say, because I value my relationship more than I do seeing my punk ass mother family. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I definitely feel like that ties into there. That's, it, it's a way you can get over that. But um, that's exactly what I was thinking about too when listening to them. It's like, why are these women that you're marrying so differently than what you can appreciate? Or why are you marrying women that you feel like don't have values that you want to stick with forever? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. And people know, like, to your point, as far as, like, men holding themselves accountable, like, you know mm -hmm. how well somebody compliments you. You know if someone is in it more so for, you know, the riches or whatever like you know these things because one of them made a statement like oh well um when if someone marries you basically for your money when times hit, get hard they're gonna hit up your pockets like that's gonna be the first thing um that they do and which did I'll, make a whole lot of sense because yeah that ain't make a whole lot of sense because Dr. Joy White been with him for what 20 damn years or something like that and she's trying and she signed a prenup. Most of the people in recent, like recently who have platforms and getting divorced and shit, their wives signed prenups. And they taking their ass to the motherfucking cleaners. Okay? This, <laughs> I signed a prenup proving to you that, that your money ain't why I'm here. But baby, when it's time to go, run me my shit. What do you mean? What do you mean? So I don't, that doesn't even make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? That don't even make sense that they would say that when we we're able to see this. Like that lady is really about to, and you know what? They were married and they live in California. I strongly, strongly, strongly believe she's gonna get everything she asking for. Oh no! Oh no! I don't agree with that. I'm not saying that she right for asking for everything she asking for. I'm not saying that. I just strongly believe that lady she's gonna get it in the state for, of California. That lady asked for like fifty thousand dollars for uh, faxing and email and cable bill. There's no way she's getting everything she asked for. She asked for money for charitable donations. And she's also... But if she's been doing that consistently, if she can prove that within our lifestyle and within the money that we had access to for the last five, ten years, I've been making these contributions. Why the fuck should I walk away from our marriage? Because you cheated and I'm unable to continue my to continue my community duties. Why? Is, is that why they get a is that why they're getting a divorce? Yeah. She said you got three messengers. Yeah. It was cheating. They said they're not talking, so you gotta prove that. You gotta prove that first. You gotta prove that first, and them, them, yeah, them it's girls gonna be a while, but I don't, I don't know. I just, I feel like she, <laughs> I feel like she gonna get that shit. And I'm not saying she deserves it. I'm not saying it's right all that she's asking for. But I recognize that. Why should I walk away from a penny less of the lifestyle that this marriage afforded me when it was your choices that forced me to leave? I don't want to sound misogynistic when I say this, but if you're messing with somebody like a Dr. Dre 
And the same way that that money is part of the lifestyle, the the excessive uh, ladies are as well. So, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but I mean, even with that being said, nobody really knows what broke the, what's the straw that broke the camel's back. But even with that being said, not one, not two, but three, baby girl knew. <laughs> she knew. Yeah, I'm not saying he's okay. Some, some just, I'm not. Some just went wrong somewhere. I don't, I don't know what. Maybe them kids got old enough, you know. Maybe them kids is like shit. The youngest is the youngest. The youngest is damn near um same age I was when I had my baby. So it's time to go. You know, I don't, I don't know what it was, but the fact that she is one who initially signed a prenup when she's get, getting married to a successful man. And she's still willing to take his ass through the ringer. You can't sit up there and just go for that. Oh, that's women, you know, left off, or that's women who just wanted this man for his money. That's gonna that's gonna hit him in their pockets if they have to walk away. No, that's not true. I just feel like it just goes back to accountability. Like you, you can't just act how you want to act and be however you want to be, and then break my heart and then think I'm not gonna come for you. Mm-hmm. I'm and just gonna walk away in life like oh, well, important to you. It may not even be that the money is important to me. It may be that I know the money is important to you. Okay. So now okay. since you came for me, now I have to come for what I know that you value. Okay. Because obviously it's not me. Hit you so where it Because I'm hurt anyway. I don't care. No. I don't I, I just don't care. I don't care how many women get cheated on. I don't I don't I don't really, you know, even when it comes to the, having the baby outside, I don't see a woman willingly walking away from marriage unhurt and unscathed. I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? So regardless of how she's handling it herself or responding to you, a divorce is going to hurt a woman. And right. in ways that sometimes she won't even be able to know. Some women have said it took them five years to really break down and cry for months that their marriage was over. Years! Years! To actually break down like, my marriage is done. And that's some shit. You know what I mean? Like That's a real emotional hold on a woman it's a new mental space and commitment so i can't blame i don't blame a woman that'd be like no sir you're not just gonna get away with this i was she in my younger years <laughs> now i just don't give a fuck i don't i don't care enough to try and hurt people the way that they hurt me or the way that they intend to hurt me i don't care anymore but who knows if i do get married and and i have to i feel like maybe i will be she'll come right on that <laughs> if I gotta leave my marriage by force because you made choices that disrespected me to the point of no return I can't see just walking away like oh well there's all my 20 years you can have the money fuck that hell no yeah. women get shit in marriage that we can't get back time energy love commitment that shit we can't get back that woman will never see 27 years old again bitch 27 was a good ass motherfucking year she will never see that again in her life. She gave but I think that's why it goes to your family, to your lifestyle. She gave those years to you and she will never get them back. Nigga, yeah, run me 10 mil for that. Run me, run, yes, run me 20 mil for 30. Because I spent it with you, engaged in your lifestyle, engaged in love with for you in this household. Yeah, nigga. But that's why I think it goes back to you needed to make sure that you are um, purposeful 
and making yourself happy because if all you did was say, I don't know what his wife did mm-hmm. or did not do with her life, yeah, right? Same. But if you wasn't really doing much of anything, you don't, you don't feel fulfilled. This marriage is all that you had. So then when you leave it, well, how am I going to get a bag out you? Right? That's what it becomes. How am I going to get a bag without you? How am I going to sustain without you? How am I going to do any of this without you? Right? Because now it's you are my source of income. You are what you are what makes me whole in a in a financial our union was though. Girl, what is a union? It's that man's wallet. It's that man's paycheck mm-hmm. that was paying the bills. The union was not paying the bills. That man's name was on them checks, and that's who they were getting signed off to, and that's what paid the bills. So if I have not set myself up successfully to get a bag outside of this relationship, and this is even regular women who had degrees. If I got a, a marketing degree from the 80s, and now it's tw- or the 90s, and now it's 2020, and my husband and I are getting divorced, and I've been a stay-at-home mom this whole time. That degree means nothing. The world has changed, and you haven't been working. So now the kids have grown. Now you want to move on with your life and go on about your business. You've obviously built up a certain level of success to allow me to be a stay-at-home wife. What do I have? I have nothing. So men do have to take accountability for the women that they choose, but these women have to take accountability. I feel, and making sure that you're always in a in a position of power. Most people don't enter a marriage feeling like they need. They're at any point they're gonna need to get out of it. And I it's don't. It's not think about needing to get out of it. It's about what if he dies? What if he dies? What if he loses his job? What if his company goes under? Like it's not just about what if we get a divorce. It's about what if there's a pandemic, and now what he did. We find out it's not essential. And I well, if he dies, you're married, so you're entitled to whatever he acquired in life. So that's but that. he's not getting a check no more. He's not getting a check anymore. So you may have the house, but you got to take. How are you going to pay the mortgage? How the insurance policy. It's ways now. Once a once a. I, I mean, I don't. I, I can't speak for all, but the women I know. Once it's time to get activated, they get activated, regardless of if they've been idle or not. And when a man dies, a woman gets activated because now you're fully responsible, but you have access. So that's just one that's different. The pandemic, I think, um, it's it's a better way to look at it because it's what way do you take that? It's nothing either of you can do about what has happened there. So yeah, it is both of your responsibility to figure it out from there. I personally feel like that. I don't feel like a woman should be like, well, you was doing everything. You was taking care of it. You ain't going to figure it out for us. I, I definitely don't agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I definitely but don't think that's the case. Just because in divorce, you can take what you acquired while we were in this marriage. Whereas in death, it's going to be with me anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, my biggest thing when Osho and them was talking, I just felt like they were speaking me directly <laughs> and I played it and I played it back I was like yes and my man was like what you listening to don't worry I'll run it back yeah so no, I definitely start myself um, because if you give me two I'm 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 likely to bring you back three ten at least because I probably pocketed some two <laughs> because I know how to get to it I'm an ambitious woman 
But I'm also hella, hella, hella pro women. I'm hella pro women. Like you should watch um, hella support women of all spectrums on the end. Like I'm, I'm really for women. Like I'm really that. Like don't sit up here and blame a woman for choosing and wanting to feel like she want to relax on your dollar when you allowed her to enter this marriage that way. Don't fucking blame her five years later. Like, damn, you spending more money? Yeah, nigga. Same money I spent the first year. Okay? Like, don't blame that woman. Blame yourself. Be accountable for the fact that the head was so good you could not resist. Be accountable for that. <laughs> that you was so weak you needed whatever she was doing to your ego. You're ugly. She fine as fuck and she, she uplifted your image. Be accountable. Four or five years later, her hip sagging a little bit. So, so that is something that Buddy said that I thought was good is that people date as an accessory, especially in this day and age of social media. Mm. Like, don't date for a look. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't date for a look. And that's what most of the athletes do. That's funny because that's that's why y'all wind up the way that y'all do. That's why y'all divorce rates is some of the highest. That's why y'all can't find women who genuinely want y'all because you going, you're going for the look. The regular, regular Savannahs, uh, what's Chris Paul, Jada's, Jada Paul's of the industry, um, the athletic world in the industry, good, healthy, long-lasting marriages, not wild men, because they didn't marry for the look. They married the woman. <laughs> they didn't marry for, oh, that's not, he got a badass bra. That's not what they did. Right. They married real women that were going to really be able to sustain their household, money or not. <laughs> two chain said two chain said I don't need a vixen. I just need a woman to take care of the kids, do the dishes. Right. Okay. So, and he just so happened to have a badass wife. Keisha is fine as fuck. Yeah, and their kids look happy. And that's exactly. what you have to and focus whole, on. normal. The fucking West is cute as hell, but they look weird as shit. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> they look like they live different. Like they different. Like, Timmy might not know how to play with Chicago. Chicago might be looking at Timmy like, why are your clothes, why do your clothes feel like cardboard? You know, that's, that might be the type of shit she thinks at fucking three. That's kind of weird. That's a little weird. That's a little different. Yeah, I mean. Y'all ain't really raising them up. Y'all just, you know, training them up in a luxury lifestyle. I'd rather have real people. I want to marry a real person because I want to have real people. <laughs> All right, wrong with you. And I want my little ones to be normal. <laughs> but and even, even that, speaking about two chains, like he he bought his girl a daycare. Like he bought his wife a daycare center. You know what I'm saying? The the businesses that he has. He owns the dirt. Like, he has the deed to those businesses. It's not just, oh, I'm renting this space or whatever. He actually owns the property. That's Creating generational wealth for his family, yeah. for real, for real. With what it is. With the real paperwork, not for the lifestyle, not for the gram. Um, real, real, real generational wealth. Really breaking curses. Really out here about that life for black families. Like, and really with, with that shit. And I love who... that. When you're when you're with someone who uh and mind you, two chains ain't got no baby mama, he's married to the mother of his children. 
mind you. Yeah. Okay, continue. And he's <laughs> and he's only child giver for the only children. Ow. But um, oh yeah. You know, to me, I just feel like for him to set that legacy for his kids, for his family, for him to, you know, say, okay, well, my daughter my or my wife can get this type of bag. My kids want to do this, you know, even like Mark Cuban. Like I watched Mark Cuban on Shark Tank literally buy businesses and say the one stipulation is you work with my daughter or you work with my wife on this because this is something that they're interested in literally buying businesses for his kids and his wife to be able to mm-hmm. explore certain things. That is just so like mind blowing to me. Like I'm just gonna mm-hmm. invest $350 in your business for a stake in the business, of course, but I want my daughters mm-hmm. to be involved because I think it'd be a good lesson for them and they would expose them to things. So- And that is what I really love about what you, what you were saying when it comes to like freedom. Um, that's one of the things that I can appreciate about a successful man that uh, that sees things differently, that has a bigger picture, right? Because <clears throat> it's going to give them so much access, so much more understanding to what's important. You know what I mean? And that's why, too, I think I was saying that, like, I think it's just extremely successful or extremely important. People, when we both do well for themselves right in the middle, just don't care about it because... Um, I don't know what either one of my Cuban wife do, and I don't think Two Chains wife do nothing, but she's been down for the cause mm-hmm. since the beginning. Yep, and she was with him like that's so. So in the end, for men like that, like it doesn't matter. Like it, who you are is what matters most. What you do for me as a man, if this money was stripped, matters most. And I appreciate successful men. Who 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 speak that message? Who who live that image and give us that um that perspective? It's enough of oh we better my wife's better than yours and she does this and she does that. It's it's enough of the Kanye's and Kim's of the world. It's enough of them. We have enough of them. They have influenced enough of the culture um, and American families. I want more of the ones who be like who are coming from a point where it's like they recognize that if I ain't have none of this you gonna stay with me and you gonna love me regardless that's we just appreciate this lifestyle and I appreciate you so much we live it together right oh girl I knew this lived, I knew this discussion child I knew when I seen that I was like this is a really good conversation because <laughs> men think so differently and even successful men like I need to I need to have more conversations I acknowledge admit and uh, um, and um and gonna move on I need to have more conversations with seven figure men like I need to get more into their mind me personally, not other men picking their mind, because I enjoy I am athlete. Oh, I'm probably gonna just start saying I am a athlete because I really just don't even like saying that. Like I just feel so crazy. Um, like this is a game show or something. It's not a game show. But not men like that. Like I enjoy seeing that conversation, but I want a woman to be in there. I want a woman to be able to pick their brains too. Like yeah, for real. I acknowledge that. Conversation with um that pastor, or whatever, and that girl. That girl wasn't saying anything. She was just making mm-hmm. sound effects. Mm. Mm. 
She was agreeing. <laughs> you can tell she was agreeing. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, she was agreeing, but I'm just saying she didn't really add anything to the conversation, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah, no, not in that clip that we seen. I think it was longer, but not in the yeah, clip sure that we seen. Let me quick, y'all. Let me throw my hot pick out here. I'm gonna wrap it up with my hot pick of the week. It is so we see her Instagram is the hot pick of the week. If you follow Saweetie on Instagram, then you already know this content is lit. Okay, from the fashion to the funny to the creative, I absolutely love her Instagram. Um, so this week she put out. Uh, one of her posts this week was she recreated the Sims Choose Your Player, like the beginning of the video games, right? Choose Your Player. Um, but it was her, so it was all her looks. It was she had a uh, Diamante had a look, um, Saweetie had a look, Icy Girl had a look. I think even Big Mama. I think one of them, so it was Big Mama. She was talking about that had a look, um, and it was so freaking cute to me. Like it's the cre- it's the creativity for me. <laughs> like for real it's the creativity to me I love that she is her personality is so big and fun and she has no problem sharing that with us like she's in um she's a rapper of course but I think she's quickly showing us that no I'm an entertainer my career is gonna be that one of entertainment you're not gonna box me in just as a rapper um people had a lot to say about Sweetie in the beginning as a rapper a lot of people wasn't feeling her as a rapper. Even today, a lot of people feel like she... Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sweetie gets a lot of backlash. She is a lot of people's non-favorite. And the blogs be trying to tear her up when it comes to rapping. But I love that she's different. You know what I mean? Like, And that she she knows she's different and she stays in her lane. She she makes music for who she makes music for. And she's not interested or trying to be like, well, damn, how do I get a city girl to like my music she ain't like well dang, how do I be more like Cardi to to, to write um, to um, expand my platform and shit like that she like no I'm fun I have a lot to offer and I love to rap so I'm gonna do all that shit <laughs> and I'm pretty as fuck so you always gonna see me <laughs> I absolutely love her so for me this week I wanted to give my hot pick to so we y'all go follow Big Mamas on Instagram at Sweetie. I'm going to I'm gonna put like two of the looks um, from her little Sims content post um, that she made this week that made me like let me shout out my girl because I'm loving it. Like a lot of people say Instagram sometimes for some people it's a six figure business. So at the end of the day, she's taking the Instagram business seriously and she ain't holding nobody yet when it comes to content. So, yeah, my girl is going to be my hot pick of the week. And she has this series, like, she does, um, she chronicles her journeys. She does, basically, like, vlogging on YouTube or whatever. I'm a big YouTube fan, guys. Um, and so she does vlogging on YouTube. She has a series, and she does this um, segment called Icy University. Where she's, like, introducing the girls who don't pay no attention or who probably didn't know where to look. Uh, introducing them to starting businesses and being boss babies, um, which I also love. So she's just a really good follow. And that's my hot pick of the week is my girl, Sweetie Instagram. So yeah, friend, 
this was a good one, girl. I knew it was going to be a good discussion. I had mentioned, girl, I really mentioned some, I really mentioned some things today. <laughs> yeah, I really it was definitely And I got some good feedback, too. I got some new new takes on things that I can approach now, some things that I was wondering and I was trying to work through mentally, like, okay, maybe take it from this way and maybe just accept it as it is on this front and kind of move like that. Um, one thing I'm not, and I had talked about this podcast a couple um, a couple episodes ago, one thing I'm not is settling. Um, I'm still exploring. Like, I can truly say what I'm doing right now is purposely based. I really can, truly can say that. Because um, I know what I want. I know what I have to offer. And I know where I'm going. So when you come, I, I need I need for those things to mesh on some level or in some way. Um, or them, they, they, them to be conducive to each other. Right? I know that. I recognize that. And, and, I, and I'm going to move like that. <laughs> for real. Hi. I need to uh, get on the body here. Okay, friend. Well, I heard. You. I'm not you, girl. Not you. Make it through, and I'm on the end of a cul-de-sac. So, how did y'all? How do y'all have one, two, three, four, five, six people out here for this? Oh, wow. and, um, not realizing other houses, right? And y'all they have figure, a, they figure it's a pandemic. Stay your ass in the house, right? They got a truck, <laughs> a semi-trailer. They got all these things going on, and it's like y'all are literally taking up like all of this space to the point where like I can't get out, and I have a whole like. how did y'all not just do this on one side of the street and why do y'all need all of these trucks to be out here and I hate to be well I don't hate to be that person right because you know you got something to do (laughs) (laughs) you got something to do you got somewhere to be so y'all gotta move it along how did y'all not (laughs) strategize this better but yeah I definitely love your hot pick I definitely love Sweetie because people were doing like the choose your player things um and I and I saw those on there, but they were just like random things where Sweetie did like her different, you know, personalities and stuff oh, like so that. Oh, so that was a little trend. See, I didn't see the trend. I didn't see it. She was the first one that I seen did it. So now I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to take a look. Yeah, but she slayed it so much, ago. like, it was she like, wins. <laughs> you win. Yeah, it was. <laughs> doing, mm. Like, uh, I want to say like when the pandemic first started. Oh, okay. People were doing TikTok, it a lot. Really, everybody people was watching like, TikTok. Like, you know, who are you in quarantine and stuff like that? And, like, choose your people. And people were doing it really off of the Mortal Kombat joints. So that's why she has those different um, categories, like how they have, like, on Madden and, like, 2K, like, you know, height and mm-hmm. strength and all that type of stuff. And see, I thought it was Sims. <laughs> Girl, you know I don't know <laughs> I thought it was the Sims because she was a person and I knew they was people. Right. I don't think anyone, I mean, I I didn't see a lot of them. I could be wrong. I don't think a lot of people did them in the way that she, um, the way that she packaged it and put it together, though. So, got it. 
the creativity grow. It's the creativity for me, for sure. But yes, girl, I love you all for listening. I thank you, Kirsten, for joining me. I love you, friends. Um, and y'all definitely looking forward to another episode on Friday for sure. So I will talk to you soon, friend. I love y'all. Thank you for caring by sharing my podcast. Thank you for listening. And I will see y'all next time.